sometimes that is better. Charlie, hey Charlie, guess what? What's going hey, on? Wait, 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 wait. Hey, um, how do you host? I was getting ready to till I remembered well, it's your turn. Finally. Well, no, this is the first horror movie we've done in a month, and I, I, I haven't hosted in forever. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I think you're just supposed to like greet everyone and introduce us all. Okay, okay. Well, you remember that first step? I did. Well, I invited Pete, but he was all too good to to show up or something like that, helping children. And then, so I was like, okay, Pete's not going to be there. I'll get the guys from Suns and Shadows podcast to arrive. Yeah. And and then only half of them showed up. So welcome to the show, Kevin Smith. But not that Kevin Smith, just Kevin Smith. That isn't that Kevin Smith. Yeah, I wanted wanted to be like, hello, everyone, and be super excited. And everyone's like, no, that still doesn't sound like him. No, no, it doesn't sound like him. You're not wearing a hockey jersey. Are are you the sun or the shadow of the podcast? I've been wondering this. I am most certainly the shadow. I'm I am the dark part of Jeff's soul, the part that he needs. Ah, yes. So we have half the duo here tonight uh, because we've been wanting to collab with these guys forever. And time zone differences make things a little rough when work schedules and so forth. So we're going to get Jeff on another episode is the plan. Hopefully yes. Mandy. And we'll uh, we're going to see what happens. But welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you. It's, it's great to have you on here. And Charlie, What's I up, finally buddy? get a horror movie. But I have a whole month cooked up for us. This is your curated month, Bubba. You, uh, you, We all collaborated on it, but this was your brainchild. It's the month of neon is basically kind of what we did here yeah the the month of colors that brightness you know just yeah if synth wave could be a movie that's what i was trying to go for i think it works yeah i I, I get i get the premise of what we're doing so i think everyone's going to enjoy it yeah so we're going to start out the month with pg it only made sense that we finally do psycho gorman oh i thought we were doing a pg movie night well no, not yet. That's October. Not yet. Ah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I got confused. It's fine. Next week, we're going to do Mandy. We are going to do Mandy next week. That sounded the, wrong. The, the, no, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to cover Mandy. I That doesn't sound good either. That doesn't sound good either. <laughs> we are going to talk about the movie Mandy next week. Much better. How's that? Thank you. Is that better? All right. Yeah. Then we're going to do a movie that we have not seen called Neon Maniacs, but seems to fit this, and it has the word neon in it, so and I'm we're going to allow excited. it. I'm so excited to cover it for some reason. I got high hopes. High hopes. It, I, I do, too. And then we're going to close out the month with Turbo Kid. Also super excited to cover that movie, because I adore Turbo Kid. What about you, so, Kevin? You seen Turbo Kid? No, but it sounds really familiar. Oh, my God. We need to get Whoa. you to see Turbo Kid before. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's on Tubi or Peacock right now. One of the two. That's one of the two. I will have to look into that. It sounds really familiar. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yes. It's a lot of fun. If you like this film that, uh, yeah, if you like like the movie we're covering now, then you're going to really enjoy Turbo Kid. So it's a reason it's in the same month. 
Well, speaking of we're going to do Psycho Gorman, Nate, I, I have a trailer for you. You want to hear your trailer? No freaking way. Frig yeah, man. All right, then. Many moons ago, a nameless evil was imprisoned in a place far beyond reach. Hurry up. If he were ever to be released, it would spell certain doom for all existence. Is that fear I smell? Your planet will be torn to pieces, and I will Mimi, treat your look. screams as I rip. Is this yours? Oh. oh my god. The gem of Paraxonite. Whoever wields it is able to command me. Go over there and wait for us to come back in the morning. You will suffer an eternity for this. Bye. Mom, Dad, I want you to meet Psycho Gorman or PG for short. I will bathe in your blood. Don't worry. Be worried. He's gonna kill everybody, not unless I tell him to. What did you three maniacs get up to? Um, this is getting a little weird. This sick game must come to an end. She will enslave the galaxy into endless servitude. Kill him! Cool. Or if you were dead. All right, bye. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> I adore this movie. I'm coming out right out the gates with that saying that. I, I want. I want to know Kevin's thoughts. What was the first time you saw this? Was it just now? No, God, no. I I watched oh, this the, the day it came out on video. <laughs> I was all over this. Uh, I'd seen the preview for it. I think maybe two months prior to it being released on uh, Facebook around the same time that uh, Willie's Wonderland was starting to get popular traction too. And it just looked so damn funny. No, I like, I, I fully, I feel like I have the same origin story. The moment it was available on digital, I instantly bought it um, because the physical copy came out like two months later. I want to say before it came out, Charlie had sent me screenshots of the movie that I think bloody disgusting had posted of just like, keep this on your radar and then find out it was directed by Steven. I have no clue how to pronounce his last name. Kostansky. Close. Who enough. did the void that I absolutely love. And just that also has a really neon body horror cult vibe to it all. I was just like, well, this would be a win-win situation. Also, I'm a big Guar fan. So this was Power Rangers meets Guar. So this was everything I wanted in a movie. <laughs> the puppetry that they used in this was mind-blowingly fun. Like, you don't see this sort of thing often in movies today. So no. to see, you know, a great big blood tank that was shooting out more blood and you could see the heads inside the tank was so not cartoony. Funny, but it, it, the... It being that it was Saturday effect. morning, yeah, it was Saturday morning ish to me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's definitely it. Like, 
Charlie, what, what was your first experience with this? So I, I, I was the one that sent you those pictures. Then I forgot about the movie completely until I walked through Walmart one day and I saw this slip cover of Psycho Gorman on the cover of this DVD. And I was like, well, that looks interesting. And I pick it up and I flip it over and I go, oh, okay. I just kind of remembered seeing images of this before in some kind of, you know, puzzle. It was probably bloody disgusting or Fangoria, one of those two. I bought it. I took it home. I watched it. And then I called everyone I could and told them they had to go buy this movie because it was only like 10 bucks at Walmart when it came out. So it was just like, everyone needs to see this. Every I, I, I called Sludge. I call, I, I messaged Pete. I messaged you. I messaged everyone I could get a hold of that they needed to stop what they're doing and watch Psycho Gorman because it was the greatest thing I had seen in a long time. And yeah, and I have loved it ever since. I gave Sludge my copy, went and bought another one. That's <laughs> how much I love this movie. I just like, I spread the word. Hate I missed the Kickstarter. Hate I missed anything to where I could have got some of the cool stuff that they were, you know, doing with the, you know, early backers and things like that for the movie. But Jesus, it's so much fun. I've had some interactions with the uh, director even on uh, Instagram. He has a watch that has the the cop, the dead cop and the bio cop or whatever he's called. And I would make comments and he would respond back to me. He sent me a personal video showing me like it pulling the trigger and shooting itself in the head when an alarm would hit. Oh, that's so cool. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. You know, so actually getting able to like, you know, talk back and forth with him a little bit was, was kind of surreal at the time because we weren't talking to a whole lot of, you know, independent creators by the time that happened. So it was kind of cool. No, definitely. Like I, I, have you guys seen the biocop short that he did? I have not. I need to. I keep forgetting about it. It's one of those things that I, I even today I was watching all the special features going, oh, that, the year, there's a there's a short film. Yeah, I, need to I watch was wanting it. to send you guys the YouTube clip, but I couldn't find it because it's only like a little five minute short like video um, right. that was at the end of his first feature. Manborg, I think is what that's called. Manborg. But it's literally like the cop that's in this movie, uh, a version of that. But what if that cop was still sentient? to still like com- like stop crime but his also like his catchphrase <laughs> is please kill me <laughs> i just uh, i just love the feel of this entire movie it this movie has no right to be this good like seriously i i'm, I'm watching it again today just going why do I love this movie so much? Like I do, and I love it, but I'm also sitting there going, why do I love this so much? It has no right to be this good. And it is. And I can't stop watching this stupid movie. Dude, I, I think this is my third time watching it last night. And I think I was laughing harder than I have like the previous two times, just really catching on the stuff that I have not caught on to before. And one of the big ones is how many times this movie will show something and it has wailing guitars and it sounds like there's all this kinetic energy and then it'll change a camera angle or show someone's perspective and it's dead silent and just seeing these people like (laughs) doing whatever actions happening. 
I love it. I, I absolutely adore that. <laughs> the, the kid's playing crazy ball, and you literally hear the Power Rangers theme playing. Yeah. And then you get the perspective of the mom, <laughs> and it's dead silent. And she's just like, oh, my kids are playing. But th- it was this insane background song, and you're hyped. And then it's nothing. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> God, it's just it. I don't. I don't know. This is one of those movies that just works, and I can't explain it. I couldn't explain it to anyone that I was. I didn't want to spoil anything for anyone, but I also couldn't explain this movie to anyone. Still, like Jackie didn't watch this. She was like, "What's it about?" I was like, uh, "Alien hell bent on destroying the entire universe, who gets woken up, controlled by an extremely annoying girl that has you shouldn't like at all." but you do and a family that just kind of hates each other, but also love each other. And it acts like a family movie with a lot of blood and guts. And she there goes was like, no, I'll, I'll not watch this one then. Oh, <laughs> she's like, no, she missed out. <laughs> she may listen to this later and go, okay, I want to watch it now. So maybe we can sway her. Well, after Kevin by... talked about the big giant tank with blood and skulls <laughs> and then more blood getting shot out. That should be the I, selling point. I couldn't even tell you what the best part of this movie would be. I mean, aside from the the puppetry of of the paladins and stuff like that, and, and the bio cop, probably what got me the most was him trying to shoot himself in the head, but only managed to get himself in the neck. <laughs> yeah, because the way that his arm is just moving, <laughs> just like the. <laughs> Well, he looks at everyone and shrugs after he does it like, oh, that didn't work. And I was just like, oh, my God. And it's such a bizarre world, too, because, like, the cop hands the little girl a note. She's like, oh, what is this? And it's the note says, like, what, please kill me or something like that? Please kill me. Yeah. In blood. (laughs) Yeah. On heart-shaped paper. And she's like, I don't want this gift. Like, gets mad at him. (laughs) The best friend that gets turned into a brain. And all I could do was they have put so much thought into this character that there's a slime trail in every scene that he's in. So you know which direction he either came from or was going like on the basketball court in the yard down the street. And today he's a hell of a keyboard player. Oh, all of a sudden we have a, a, a music video happening that the dad's watching on television. But what is happening? I. Oh my but god. We dude. get to watch PG learn how to play yeah. the drums as he's playing the drums. <laughs> it's <laughs> everyone that hasn't watched this movie listening to us are going, What are these idiots babbling about? Yeah, come right on, now? you know. But I think one of the things that works so well with this movie is all the lore is not heavy, like explained to you. It's not like Inception where the you know the plot is literally being described to you. Yeah. You know, like all the lore exists. Just go with it. No, I I love the exposition that how they do it in this one is we get a little bit to show there's an alien civilization somewhere. And then, you know, we got the council, Mm -hmm. which good God, that whole council stuff. I could watch a sitcom of all of those guys sitting around that table. Pass the blue bill. Cracks me up. The dude, I don't even know his name. The the dude in the, the tube that's literally just a hand puppet in a in a silicone mask i love that guy are you talking about the one that's like a brain mask yeah he's like a brain mask and then they were like favorite one who wants to go first when they're talking about killing themselves and he raises his hand i was just i love that guy 
I love his whole look, but, and then like we actually get psycho Gorman's perspective on his history. Cause he's trying to tell the kids and then the kids interrupt him half the time. And especially when we get to this, he's getting ready to tell about this fantastic battle that he went through. He's on like, Oh my this God. I love space it. To die a bike. warrior's death. <laughs> goes towards this giant creature that would be in guardians of the galaxy and then totally gets interrupted and it never gets brought up again. And I'm just like, I want, I want that story, please. But you're never going to get it. Never, never. And even to the point where like, where are you from? And he's like, the planet Gygax. And they're like, okay, don't care. And it's just oh, like... right. <laughs> uh, so Kevin, I got a question for you, brother. Cause I, the one thing the first time I watched this movie was I had a hard time with the little girl. I think that's the one character in this movie that I think some people just have a really hard time it's understanding. Definitely the thing that gets brought up every time. What What about you? Did you have that same kind no, of feel when you no, first I was fascinated? Uh, the thing The thing about Mimi is <laughs> I even named my dog after her. Um, yes, my giant Great Dane. Nice. The, her, her name is Mimi. Um, yeah, and she's she, that is amazing. Well, thank you. We could have not picked she's, a better episode. She's to have a giant you on. palooka monster herself. But <laughs> the thing about Mimi's family is none of them are good. None of them are good people, like you said. Like you are not supposed to root for them in no. any way, shape, or form, except for they are that family that you do end up falling in love for. Mimi, however, is the worst of the worst. Like she runs that whole house. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just thought she was funnier in hell, especially when she starts to pray to God and then just basically says, you know what? Frigate, there's a new God oh in town God. and his name is Psycho Gorman. <laughs> it's I think so I think that's that's my turn. Yeah, I think if I if I ever took something out of a movie, that's my only I and I, it's a small one where I'm just <laughs> like, I have no idea why that's in here. And this is just weird. <laughs> I, I I want you know sludge very Christian dude you know go for it and all this stuff I told him about that scene I was like dude before when you watch it you'll know the scene I'm gonna tell you She's about gonna break a crucifix over her knee heads up yeah it's very <laughs> blasphemous and he goes okay I'm glad well then I talked to him afterwards and I was like did that change how much you liked it he goes it didn't change how much I love the movie he goes I just skipped that part I was like okay fair I mean it's totally fair I the first time I watched this I didn't know what to think of her. Like I got it, but I was also like, why, why? And then on my second, third, fourth viewing, I went, I get it. No one else would be able to do this unless it was that type of character. You would not be able to have so much guile to control a creature that is destined to destroy everything. It has to be that character Mimi well, you, and how they you wrote need her. a brat, a big brat. Cause like, the first time I watched it, I was kind of off put by her as well. Mm. And I'm literally trying to find the interview now because I have a horror hound magazine where they interviewed uh, the director. And one of the things that gets brought up is Mimi. Yeah. And oh, I, I don't doubt that. Find it for me right now. But no, that's okay. um, upon rewatching it, like this is the third or fourth time it clicked finally, where it's just like finally, like knowing what you're getting into. And it's like, she's kind of wonderful. Uh, I, she's no Bob from. No, I don't. No, I don't hate me. Cemetery. 
Bob should have died in that movie. Yeah, um, Bob should have died like five times in that movie. But, yeah, I mean, Mimi is kind of a lot of fun. I do like her little brother more, and I do like that this movie um, does not go the route that you think it is. Where like at the very end, where they're playing crazy ball again, and you think the brother's gonna finally get the redemption and beat his little sister. No, and no, <laughs> she still wins. She still punches the crap out of him. But you know, they have like the Morse code of "I love you." I'm sorry. You know? Yeah, I seen how he was how this director was able to base this is basically a horror movie i will give it that you know we were talking about this like how do we do this as action do we do it as horror i was like no this fits definitely for horror yet there's so many times i'm watching this movie going i'm watching like et or mac and me or any of those like wholesome family movies we all grew up with in the 80s and 90s yet it's about this guy that eats warriors and you know the girl runs around saying frig yeah and they are the shittiest people on the planet the dad is a huge (laughs) knob end in this entire movie it was the best word i could come up for him there was for Uh, one second where i was on the dad's side right at the very beginning he was like oh you know i vote that i don't get to you know have to dig up or Close I mean, I'm hole. with him because obviously the kids did it and they didn't yeah. deny it. it. It was funny. And then you quickly find out that that is a horrible dirtbag. Like, yeah. The way the man's like making microwave dinner, not cleaning up. the He didn't put a damn paper towel down. You always put a paper towel over the bowl. Yeah, it was. I cooked it. Now you clean it. No, that whole <laughs> husband wife dynamic. Like so I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. They're staying together for the kids, I guess. Jesus, it was, it, it's but indescribable. The movie like almost looks like it takes place in the eighties, but then they're playing video games. It's like that's clearly a Nintendo sixty four. Like it's clearly supposed to be the nineties. Yeah, think. that's what I think. He's yeah. kind of going for like what uh, Pierce did with Crabs. Yeah, not really trying to ground it into one era but just enough hint to where it feels timeless but not aged yeah and i think psycho gorman pulls that off you know they're not using cell phones but it, it, someone could have flipped a cell phone out in this movie and i wouldn't have felt like it was out of place either you know what i mean it was like there was never anything there that did that told me this was way too early for any like good technology it was just kids playing outside and having a good time. I guess the CRT TV that Luke's carrying to the uh, shoe factory through the woods very slowly. I'm like, <laughs> he probably would have carried a flat panel if it had been like now times been a lot lighter for him. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know, man. I don't, I, it's like, I don't even know where to start with this movie because this movie is just got, like we said, so many parts. I don't have a favorite scene. I just go, oh, remember this part that, you know, it's like when we first meet Psycho Gorman and he's in that factory with those uh, thieves slash hobos and he decimates the two guys and then he like makes the other guy live forever and we don't get to see anything till the kids show up and you see this dude like living in torture. Like it's this uh, body mannequin and the eyeballs are spinning in his head just because the guy said please don't kill me so pg went fine live forever and then he gets mad that luke knocks it over and goes my masterpiece (laughs) it's just like well 
He knocks him over, and the whole body just splatters. So you have this great splatter effect. Yeah. And it's, then it's just gooey the moving. It's gooey T-1000 from Terminator 2. Yeah. But yeah, then the lips move, and he goes, thank you. And he's done. And just how upset PG gets. But he can't do anything because the kids have this emblem, like, crystal it's, it's like a jewel or whatever I, I don't even remember what it's called but there's then we get lore behind it which was cool oh i we love all, seeing the the prison world that he was working on that's when they make him sympathetic all of a sudden like he's doing all this horrible shit to people then they start he talks about you know gygax and being a prisoner of servitude for these, uh, you know, the paladins, and or not the paladins, but the uh, Pandora's people, whatever they were. And I'm feeling bad for him. Like, yeah, I'd kill them all, too. And then he's like, and then I thought my, my bloodthirst for killing would just keep going. So I went to other worlds and destroyed all of them. I'm like, there it is. There's, there's the guy we're not supposed to root for in this movie. <laughs> He's essentially Omni Man. That's all. Oh, he was. He killed me. Not pun intended, but the uh, the scene where you were talking about where he does bust that crucifix. That was really something. Just making up the little bit of lore there that you have to kind of, like you said, put two and two together and realize that these aliens called the Templars, cre- yeah, created Christianity Templars, more or less yeah. as a form of control. And the worst of the mm-hmm. worst that they began to call the devil winds up being Psycho Gorman. And yeah, you feel sympathetic for him because why why wouldn't you want somebody to rise up and bust their chains and folly their tormentors? Just turns out their tormentors happen to be angels and right. all that. But, you know. Angel in okay. look. You know, you know there, there's well, a lot of symbolism in this movie. Yeah. Uh, um, but it it toes the line of like, I don't think the council is necessarily good people, you know, like it, no, it's, they, it's they remind bad me bad in a way, but yeah, PG they, does they grow rem- a heart by the end. They remind me of like the people that are really in control, like in star Wars, you know, the, 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 the Congress, the Senate and yet, the, but there's just less people and it's just these guys and they're only out for their own survival, you know, or, you know, how much, they don't ever talk about money, though, and I'll give it a little bit of credit on that, but it was totally about how do we stop Psycho Gorman because he's going to kill all of us. Um, but they're not inherently bad because they don't kill him in the be- to begin with. They trap him. And that's one of the things that Pandora is all, like, getting all bent out of shape. was like, you know, we should have killed him when we had the chance. Why did we take mercy and bury him? Um and then they if they follow that up with comedy, like, how did they break the code? And he's like, I was pretty sure I came up with one of the best codes. It was unbreakable. And it's literally Mimi just singing a song, pushing buttons, yeah. and it opens. <laughs> so they're so smart. They must be the smartest person in the galaxy. Yeah, it's but it's like, insane. And I don't yeah, know why it works. Not good either, because when they find out, oh, he's on Earth with what's inhabited by these things called humans. And they teleport a human to the council and turn her into a meat cube. Yeah. And then she looks- splatter that meat cube onto the desk and rub the blood all over her face. Like, it's one of those, like, they have no sympathy for life either. So, well, I, think like, we're, I think we're considered, like, a lesser 
planet Alyssa. We're literally the graveyard, you know, the, the holding cell for Psycho Gorman. You know, they knew where they put him. So it's like we're obviously Pete, you know, fleas, you know, they don't give a shit about us. But yeah, when they pull a random woman, we have no idea this woman's backstory. She just shows up and we're like, okay, they're just trying to see what a human is. And Pandora like creates this box that traps her. And you're also going, okay, don't want her to run away. And then she shrinks the box down and liquefies this woman. And you're just like, the hell? Yeah, it's just going like, on. Damn. Why? And then I was like, okay, maybe she'll like put that cube into something and use it. No, nope. she smashes it. And like you said, rubs the goo, the blood and entrails on her face. And then the camera cuts. We don't even get the reveal that she turns into the woman later. That's later in the movie. So it's yeah, just like, it's just, just catch on. It's insane. It's so insane, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't know why I love this movie so much. I'm going to keep saying that this whole episode <laughs> because I'm watching it again today going, why do I love this movie so much? Why, why in all the insanity and the obvious, like this director's just going, you know, what would be funny? Let's dress psycho Gorman up like, you know, <laughs> Dr. Grant from Jurassic Park. Yes. With the scarf. <laughs> scarf and sunglasses. The hat Let's, is perfect. The hat is perfect. The whole montage of getting him dressed is hilarious because he's walking around this world totally like he, you know, with yeah, everyone. The world's totally only- cool with it. Everyone is fine with him. He explodes a child in the middle of he the He blows street. a kid up on his bike because he goes, hey, nice Halloween costume. Kid's gone. <laughs> Kid is gone, dude. I've got three kids. I can't. I can't begrudge him that. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that once a day if I could. As long as they reformed afterwards, yeah. It's like you'd be like that dude on Men in Black where you would just shoot his head. What it it grows back? Yeah, I didn't know it grew back. Well, I think like this movie does so well with its practical effects, and the crazy part is, this movie had a budget under a million bucks. Oh, yeah. Only fifty thousand dollars went towards the costumes. That's wow. insane. And I believe that Steven and his team work on the boys' practical effects, which the boys has insane practical effects to it, blended with CGI. Oh, yeah. it's a perfect example of uh, how to make a bunch of meat puddles. Oh, when blood flies in the boys, it's blood. It's not CG blood. Yeah. you know when it lands on everyone. People are getting cut in half. Like you're, you're yeah. experiencing. You're, a you're seeing it. Cut in half. I mean, and it's great. I mean, this is this is literally like a reel of this is what we can do for this amount of money. For me, and it's this gold. works ten times better than like what the Terrifier team does. Um, yeah. With because theirs movies are a highlight reel of what they can do. But I enjoyed right. this gore ten times more than the Terrifier movies. I agree. I, I, I enjoyed the gore like, in this more one. Fun with uh, these characters. Yes. Uh, is their gore CG? Uh, Terrifiers was not CG. I don't think. No, like, oh, okay. like especially like Terrifier two. It might as well just be like a highlight reel of like practical effect shots. Yeah, but it's just not fun to watch compared to. No, this. I'm having way more fun with Psycho Gorman's yeah. gore levels in it. 
it just the insanity of what is happening on screen you know it's just the personality of all the characters feel real so like even when they're explaining crazy ball to pg and just his reaction of like i have no idea what the hell you're talking about and but i'm also sitting there going yeah as kids we came up with some batshit crazy games we made up our own rules. There was always something going on. So I'm following this going, yeah, this makes sense. I, I mean, can my see. little brother and I try to make basketball real. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at basketball. There's no well, reason we, that, that that game should work. But it, when you watch the it movie, works. We, it we works. We tried to play it when we were kids growing up because we saw the movie. and went, this looks like we could do that. Right. I mean, just need the cheerleaders. That's all. But, yeah, it's. It's something about how he was able to set this and pull on every little nostalgic string that you can tell there was a lot of love in it, basically. You can tell he actually loved everything that's in this movie that he references is a piece of his own personality. Talking about the director. And he just wrapped it up in this perfectly boxed little horror movie. That is just, it's a fun adventure action horror movie for kids, but not really. <laughs> that's that's really how it comes down. I mean, I don't got kids. If I did, I'd be like, yeah, you can watch Psycho Gorman. <laughs> I would let Anthony watch it. Maybe Chloe. Liam, he's not into horror movies at all, so I wouldn't make him sit through this at all. Um, Anthony would dig it because he was huge in Power Rangers when he was little. You know, that was like Power Rangers were getting big when I aged out of them, but I still watched it so we could share that little bit of, you know, we like the same thing. And that's another reason, I, you know, this movie works is because I'm watching this going because it's just like what I've always wanted, a true R-rated Power Ranger movie. I'm waiting for a giant monster to show up. And the first time I watched this, I'm going, well, maybe the budget didn't work. And then they do the ending where he's destroying the planet as a giant purple monster and i went there it is there it is <laughs> I, to me this is a good gateway film i feel like like there's nothing too crazy in it i don't know maybe like look all of us are older we grew up on some crazy things we did um like <laughs> there's a lot of shit we probably shouldn't have watched when we were younger at a certain age um yeah, there's not there's not like nudity in this. I do believe they only drop the F word once or twice. Every time else, I was it's trying frig. to pay attention to, it and I think most time it's just frig. Yeah, I think I honestly I think they say F once, and that's towards the end of the, the very movie. end I think with the mom. The to mom know what's says going it, on. Yeah. Um, which is I, I'm down because that also feels like PG thirteen movies we used to grow up with. Well, that also feels like something a mom would do. Yeah, trying to hold. We all know when a mom explodes until she loses her shit. (laughs) Yeah, when when mom finally loses her shit, like it's worse than dad. (laughs) Well, that's because also recliner conserving his energy. My you don't expect it from mom. (laughs) Mom would lose her shit, but I would also know when she lost her shit. She was definitely telling dad. So it was oh, a double yeah, barrel shotgun. Because the first instinct is, don't tell dad, don't tell dad, don't tell dad. <laughs> when she hits that level, dad's finding out. Because he's going to be like, what's wrong, honey? Oh, you want to know what's wrong? You want to know what your son did today? It's always oh, that. Your oh, son. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like hearing that. I got PTSD from that. Jackie does it all the time. You know what your kids did today? 
I believe they're ours. I ag it on because I'll be like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're both of ours. Your kids did this, this, and I was like, yeah, okay, that tracks. <laughs> and you try not to laugh because you want to laugh at everything they did, but you're also like, yeah, I'm yes, mad. I'm parent mad too. me no. parent time. Part of me slight, part of me slightly proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you can't say that when you mom's can't. around. No. She's going to hear this and I'm going to catch an earful anyway. It's (laughs) it's fine. Dad made that mistake at the beginning of this movie. Like you said, this is a good hole, son, but uh, someone's going to have to fill it back up. Yeah, I do. I I do like that. Like Nate said, I think the beginning of this movie, I liked the dad. I, I was okay with him. As it went, I was just like, God, you're a piece of shit. Oh, he's awful. Like, <laughs> like with, the, with the hole. And they're like, what do you think made this point at, like, the claw marks? It's like, oh, probably some, like, drunk fell into the hole last night and then, yeah. like, crawled out. <laughs> just like, She's right. like, well, maybe it was a raccoon. He just, like, totally dismisses her. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm like, the hell? But what it does is it... it in all reality, it sets it up even more for me that I laugh even harder when they call him when he's in the bathroom and Psycho Gorman does the, you know, the psychic. Oh my God, I was in tears. I crack up every time and I'm also happy that it's happening to the dad because I'm like, yeah. that's what you get. <laughs> A, he's in his most vulnerable spot. Now, I do check the toilet for bombs every time before getting on it. Yeah, but, but you can't check I never for Psycho think Gorman. about Psycho Gorman, you know. And doing an astral like, projection. <laughs> I don't know where that is. And then like him coming back. He comes back three times. <laughs> three <laughs> times, which is hilarious. <laughs> so I'm literally laughing even harder because it happens again and again. And the way that he's like screaming the directions at the dad. <laughs> and it's basically somebody holding the mask hollow. Oh, yeah. And shaking it back and forth to the jaws. <laughs> He's <laughs> on the third light. You have to go past south at the third light. He's in the ditch off the side. Oh my god! It's so funny, man. God, it just but even like the humor is dark, like Alistair being turned into the brain, and they have <laughs> subtitles for everything he said. And you know him thinking, like, you think I'll ever be normal again? Like a very heartfelt moment, right? And she's like, Nah, probably not. No. And he's no. just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's just like, OK, Dor, even at the end of the movie, he's eating dinner with his parents and they're acting like everything is fine. Nothing and he's a giant brain eating dinner at the dinner table. It I don't know, man. But like, <laughs> it just works when he gets in a fight with all of his old uh, teammates. I love the fight. Oh, my you God, instantly dude. like uh, Iron Cassius where he's like, I always knew I should never have trusted you. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not I, I'm against Iron Cassius, too. I don't trust yeah. that guy either. Whatever he did, I'm on PG's side, you know, and I'm going like this is totally Transformers because it's dark scream with a crown instead of star scream with a crown oh, trying to got- usurp Megatron in every episode. <laughs> you've got Was that, that witch doctor. Name? The, the 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 one with the crown, his name was Dark Scream. So it's, it's literally <laughs> we can't say Star Scream, but it's Star Scream. And <laughs> I'm this I thing look the same. It looks just like the crown from G one. It's it's hilarious. I die when I see it. 
I like Nate. I love the Cassius 3000. I never expected it, all this from you, except you, Cassius 3000. Yeah. <laughs> I always knew Called him you out. would turn on me. And Cassius is like, yeah, I would. I would do that totally. It's just freaking hilarious, man. The, the witch and whatever she does and when her head gets knocked off. Oh, she's and, like, and she's I like... live to fight another day. <laughs> Splat. They run over. I was I that would have been my point where I went. I'd have had the dad say something like just anything like, or I hope that wasn't a flat tire or I hope that wasn't a groundhog, <laughs> anything to just acknowledge they ran over the head would have been hilarious. Did we just hit something? I don't yeah. know. Back up and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back up over it again. No, must've been nothing. Then hit it one more time. Like get the three point hit. <laughs> and I would have lost my shit in that. And the movie knows the play, like, respects the things. Because, like, the dream sequence where Psycho Gorman visits him, the little boy. Yeah. In his dream. It's like, that's clearly Phantasm. There's no doubt in my mind that is, you know, paying respects yeah. to Phantasm. Well, it's got the, they're not little dudes, but there's, like, things happening in the background of the guys climbing out of the, the yeah. graves. But it, it, it felt like the little whatever the hell those things were called but in Phantasm. it closes Phantasm. out with a joke that I've always wondered where the kid's like, all right, so now what? And PG's just like, well, like, we just kind of wait for you to wake up now. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to wave his hand and the kid wakes up. Yeah. He's like, nah, we're stuck here till you wake up, bro. It's on you, man. It's your dream. I was like, I dig it. I dig this. I didn't realize you would be this powerful, yet so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And he what? can't remember the brother's name throughout the oh, whole. Oh yeah, thing. even at the end when he says goodbye to everyone, and he pauses and says, "Boy," he says the mom and dad's name that yeah. he's barely been around. It's like Greg and Diane or whatever the hell it was, and then he just looks at Luke and boy, and, you're, and the, the kid is so defeated at this moment where he's just like, "This dude can't even remember my name. This is bullshit." We've I gave him his name. Yeah, <laughs> we've had conversations. Now, one of the things that hit me while watching this, and I want to get what your guys' thoughts were. I think this is the team that should make the Toxic Avenger remake that's supposed to come out eventually. I want Fox. them involved. I I think I'm fairly I think certain that movie's would... already done. Yeah, it probably is. This does have like even some trauma feel to it. Yeah, like, like, honestly, if you'd have told me this was done by, you know, Kaufman, I would have believed you. I would have been like, this is probably almost better than Toxic Avenger. You know, so if Lloyd did this, kudos. He has the most money that uh, at least seven trauma films have combined. There, there is a different there is a difference there. But yeah, it's it. I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them just start their like. I get what Lloyd does, and I love trauma, and I love trauma movies. Why Why don't we have more people doing that? Why not just go, now we're going to have the PG-ville, you know, where we just have this world building well, it's just like, yeah, from the guys world, that but like, Clearly, these guys have worked with some very talented people, and I guarantee all the talented people on this could make something so is Lloyd. equally crazy. You know? Look how yeah, many great people exactly. came from Lloyd. You know, it's just one of those things like what's to stop you from just having that studio that just, you know, starts churning these type of movies out because like the director hasn't done anything else. He's did some of the Day of the Dead TV show that on sci fi. 
which I oh, don't really yeah, want to yeah. check out because it's on sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> because it's sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, you know, modern sci-fi at that, not like fun not good, 90s not channel sci-fi. sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I would watch something again if he put it out. It's just sometimes these guys have this. They they're worried that there's never going to be a chance to get lightning in a bottle twice. Could and be, I think but sometimes like, they get that in their head. This was instantly picked up on Shutter, and like I have a love hate relationship with Shutter because for an app that I pay seven bucks a month, they cap out at seven twenty p. That makes no sense. How is it in this modern world that a free app like Tubi can stream? for 1080 but all the black scenes in any horror movie which is most horror movies look so pixelated and look like crap <laughs> on shutter it drives me absolutely insane like come on yeah, amc i think that's the one that owns it like get your shit together no i agree with you i i this have no idea the wrestling the promo call out <laughs> i'm talking to you shutter <laughs> You're the one going to be shuddering. That's Ooh, right. Oh yeah. We're going to change your you. name to Shiver. Yeah, cuz you're going to be shivering in your boots. That's what's going to happen. When me and Turner at the great streaming tag team event that comes on soon, you're going to be wishing you weren't in just 720p. You're just going to be all p. Or something like that. I don't know. I'm not very good at promos. <laughs> Me and Net Slam are gonna take you down. <laughs> oh, the great streaming war of twenty. Oh, from the land of Tubinator. <laughs> You're gonna need a tube to breathe when we get done with you, Shudder. Streaming no it's gonna have a war next year. It is. Honestly, that's somewhat prophetic on our part because Shit's about to go down with all these streaming services. It's it's going to be the Taco Bell scenario in Demolition Man. There's going to be a winner, and we're not gonna we're not gonna understand how what's what's the most random one you can think of. That's not even Tubi. Tubi's almost unfair. It's too powerful. <laughs> there has to be some random. It'll crackle. be Crackle. Cra- crackle. Yeah. That's exactly. Crackle rises from the ashes. The all streaming services are Crackle. <laughs> All streaming services went down except for Roku, and everyone loved, you know, weird the alien. I was gonna say, well, that was why (laughs) I'm still waiting for my damn physical release to happen. Right? Yeah, that's one one of those things that only happened in Australia, I think. So far, yeah, like, and it was pricey. It was oh boy, it was not cheap. So you still have a physical copy of Prey, man. I mean, us predator collectors want that on our shelves. Why can't I get a physical copy? And that's that the movie? thing. Like with Shutter, at least they put out physical copies. Yeah, they're all over movies. Walmart. Like yeah. seriously, where I would, where I found Psycho Gorman is now nothing but Shutter movies. Yes, yeah. like they like, put their tiles over there, and that's why, like, I had to buy Mandy because that's a gorgeous movie. I'm refusing to watch that in a lesser quality. Like, yeah. no, not happening. Um, when I bought Psycho Gorman, you know, I bought the digital copy to have it in that higher quality like i only got the dvd of it it still looks great in the dvd but i streamed it earlier and so it was like okay this is still gorgeous when you yeah. see it on a digital format like the color palettes to this movie are gorgeous that's the only way to put it yeah no i i 
the color combinations they came up with it, you know, with him being the purple and pink and, you know, the like almost yellowish blood that comes out of him at the end when he gets wounded. That looks like, you know, the glow in the dark slime we used to get with He-Man and Hordak and all this stuff. It, it all just invokes alien, but it works for me. I love seeing his veins or when he would get like super powered, the pink shit would glow. You know, he yeah. his eyes would turn yellow. It, it's amazing the color and the color of the the blood in the the vat of body parts in the big fight. It's not quite blood, but like it is blood. Color. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I also love that part because that's all that thing is doing is spraying Psycho Corbin with blood, and everyone's like. <laughs> how long is this going to take? And even Psycho Gorman <laughs> is on the ground like, this is the most degrading thing. You might as well have been peeing on him. Just... <laughs> yeah, his reaction really is just like, this is really a waste of my time. It's like, you got to stop, bro. This is just done. And then the way they kill that guy is he punches a hole in the glass with all the body parts. And I'm like, was it his blood? Did he shoots on Psycho Gorman? What? I don't understand the mechanics of this creature well, at all. Bones at the top that started to sink in. Yeah. So, so maybe like, that was the blood of his victims. That I'm. I but he died because all the stuff <laughs> ran out of him. It's kind of like the Kool Aid Man. Is he the the container or is he the liquid inside? I don't know. I have oh. no answers to that. Speaking of Hordak, what was that one thing that was part of the evil horde? The uh, the mosquito thing, the action figure. You press the button on his back. Oh, and made mosquito! Yes, yeah. you push a button on his back, and his chest would bubble because it had blood inside of it. Very close to this. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that again, like reminds me of most of those characters easily could have been like He Man characters, even in the council area. the The angelic people even remind me of like Japanese anime you know, like Gundam and stuff like that, you know, very mechanical mech looking, but smooth and aerodynamic. I like the take on that angel though. Like it's, uh, yeah, no, it's I, different. I, it's cool. I love the, I look. love how white it is. That way when there is blood splatter, it's, that's what I was prominent. getting ready to say. I, that was a design choice because of how much blood they're getting ready to cover her in. It pops. It's such a stark contrast. But also, I'm watching it again today, and we had just talked about this a couple episodes ago, about the Pacific Rim uh, paradox, that we're always like, why not just get the giant sword out first, not like the last resort weapon? I'm watching this going, Psycho Gorman's ripping this chick apart to build a sword to then fight her with. Like, if he'd have just kept ripping body parts out of her, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she would have died. That but that's probably. not how it's going to end. <laughs> Probably would have been a little bit better. <laughs> I think it would have been funnier if all of the dead thieves and hobos were still there and he gathered up all their parts and built the meat sword and then fought her with it. But I was just like, he is like ripping pieces out of her and rips that face piece off of her, which was really freaking brutal. And then you don't see that face piece. I guess it's inside the meat part of the sword. But I was just like, I think he could have took her. I don't Here's see the, the thing too. If this would have been made in like the eighties, let's say we in this world, yeah, we would have gotten a cartoon. <laughs> oh, for sure. 
Yes. We would have gotten action figures of the whole council, his whole team. Which, like, by the way, there are action figures for this they, movie. They're they like made those uh, reaction figures. Yeah. yeah. I like, I, I kind of want them, but I'd like, I just wish we'd get. Not I think like there's a NECA, but you know something in between. They're, uh, I think they're a specialty place that had them. I don't even know if they're still available. Uh, I was gonna actually play the commercial when we play our commercial in a few. It's in half English, half Japanese because they're playing up on this whole Japanese toy commercial idea on the YouTube, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't play this. No one's gonna know what's happening <laughs> at all because <laughs> it literally it's all Japanese, and then all of a sudden you hear them say "Psycho Goldman," and then it's back in the Japanese, and I'm just like, just, no. <laughs> almost should have played it. Now I've already amped it up now in everyone's mind. But uh, speaking of commercial, I think it's a good time for us to go. Yeah, and take probably. A break. What we, do you I think? forgot we do that. This is what yeah. happens when you let me host again. Yeah, you're a little rusty tonight, but you're doing great, bub. You're doing great. Yeah, I know. Kevin needs to talk more though. Kevin needs to talk more. Don't go away. It could be a grave mistake. <laughs> is this thing on? Oh, hey, I'm Jeff. And I'm Kev. We're the hosts of Sons and Shadows, a podcast of two regular guys talking about our favorite canceled TV shows and movies. We're all about having a good time, remembering these shows, and exploding your mind. Come over and check out Sons and Shadows on all podcatchers or directly at sonsandshadows.com. Because we're filthy and fine. Now with the Creepy Crawlers Workshop, if you want a Power Ranger, you've got a Power Ranger. Blue, black, yellow, pink, and red. Don't fear. Wow, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are here. There's no need to hide with the Power Rangers by your side. Let the power protect you. Creepy Crawlers Power Rangers mold packs and workshops sold separately. Parents put it together, light bulb not included from Toymax. Don't let the commercials bug you. <laughs> We're back. We gotta talk about probably one of the best things that happened in this movie. We finally get to see a character experience a warrior's death. <laughs> so good kevin would you like to enlighten us about what a warrior's death is you know as a chef i greatly would yes <laughs> eating is not just for personal sustenance it's also for uh celebration one's victory and mm. degradation of one's victim mm. so if someone dies a warrior's death at your hands it is your gift and responsibility to demean them by eating them alive I also enjoy <laughs> fighting every cow that I've eaten as a hamburger. I go toe to toe with them. They're big. I think it's fair. Um, I may carry a weapon, but they have size on me and I've got reach, but it's always fun when I take down a cow. That's why when I had goose, it. it felt like a true victory. <laughs> and then you made a coat out of it. And now he has a goose down jacket that he there wears. Is no. More vicious animal on this planet than that of the Canadian goose. It is true. I have I stared down a. I've stared down a buffalo. No bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> try staring down a goose from Canada. I'll take. I'll take the goose. <laughs> buffalo is bigger than you realize. <laughs> goose. Yes. Vicious. <laughs> Bite for nothing. They're yeah. horrible. They honk and who needs horns? They, they travel in packs. 
and fly. I, yeah. I still feel like I could take out a handful of geese if I can get my, head, right. my hand around their neck. Yeah. <laughs> Serious question right now. Go, Go around it. the table. How many geese do you think you could beat up? I'm going to say maybe <laughs> three. I think I can take five. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm definitely getting one and taking out as many <laughs> other geese as I can with that goose. That's 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 the strategy. That would be the plan, like to grab yeah. it by the neck and swing that goose around. Swing it. Like Take I'm it. gonna pick that thing up and beat up another thing with that thing. <laughs> Try and hopefully I scare some of them away because they're going to be like, okay, this dude's for real. He just picked one of us up and beat us up with him. Dave is dead, and he's using Dave <laughs> as a gauntlet and screaming the entire because you got to scream the entire time this happens. You can't be quiet. Yeah, that's true. Like you got to make a lot of noise. You got to oh, goose the goose. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta put the fear of Psycho Gorman into these geese, and yeah, I, I'm standing by five. Um, if they don't back down, that's when I run. That's... See, my three, like, I feel like the first two, I'm gonna be able to drop kick, left foot, <laughs> right foot, but that's the sneak attack. You know, You'll lull so them into a false sense of two. control. Yeah. <laughs> instead the third of pocket, I might get lucky before they all take over. See, I've got instead of pocket sand, I've got pocket bread. So I'm gonna have croutons crushed up in my pocket and distract them with bread products. And hopefully some of them will just stop and eat them. Uh, and so the then... bread gets a warrior's death. <laughs> well, they can get eaten by the goose. I'll eat a goose. I've had goose. It's not bad. I don't oh, understand. Not <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand the, the whole draw of goose as like holiday it's meals. So leathery. Like ham exists, you know, right? Like the, the superior of all of the holiday <laughs> meals. We already perfected it and it was called ham. Right. <laughs> it, you know, it's it's gourmet bacon. I don't know what to tell you. Why are we eating goose other than they piss someone off and they're sending a message? <laughs> Why are we talking about geese? Psycho Gorman, Nate. Oh, yeah. Kevin was supposed to tell us about, you know, Warrior's death. So, he did. And uh, what ends up happening to a said character who receives well, such a thing. <laughs> The goose is the one that ate me, so like there was a lot of crying on my end. So... <laughs> a lot of tears as the goose unhinges its jaw. Oh, it totally dislocates it. Eating Kevin starts putting its neck back to swallow. Plays <laughs> into that scene from Anaconda where John Boyd gets eaten. God, oh, oh God, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I'm no, going to give not. you such heartburn <laughs> No one enjoys the uh, The it, Anaconda it, series Unless it's, it's got the Hasselhoff in it it spits, Ke- it spits Kevin out And he looks like half digested Billy From Deep Deep Rising Whenever it spit that dude back out And he's still alive Because oh, I know you just fantastic. When you just covered that movie So a little throwback for you on that one Thank you Jeff loves that movie. Oh, loves it. It is my very first podcast episode on another show. First time I ever podcasted was over at Monster Movie Stomp Down, and we did Deep Rising. It was so much fun. I love that movie. I that. just I adored the parallels of our show to that of Sun Shadows because like 
you guys did Deep Star Six, like right after us. I'm like, ah, hey, hey, they did the thing. Cool. <laughs> they, <did>. the- <laughs> <laughs> they talked about the same movie. Yeah, we like it. <laughs> no, like Deep Rising. I-, I was working in a theater when that came out, and that was the first time I'd ever said, "Really." Flint, Michigan doesn't have clean drinking water, but they could make this. Ah, <laughs> really? Wow. Zing. I mean, okay, if we're going to spend money on that. But let's talk about that for a second. Like, that movie cost way more than this movie did. And this yeah. movie looks 17 times better than that movie did. <laughs> as much as I love it, I still bash that movie for the fact that the radar scene at the beginning looks like a cardboard cutout of a ship on the screen going across (laughs) it it can't get you know it's like you guys couldn't put a little bit of that effort i love treat williams i do but you're not wrong that psycho gorman blows deep deep rising away as far as effects go and gore like there's good gore in deep rising psycho gorman just it's like a chef's kiss as we're talking about chefs and geese and eating people um we had to get to I the just point. Really is lucky that he was a chef. I had no idea. <laughs> he just pulled that right out of thin air. It was great. I used to be. Used to be. Ah, but, once a chef, always a chef. Isn't that the old saying? If I need to feed myself, I can well. But I typically don't. It's like, yeah, I'll just microwave some popcorn. I was waiting for Kevin. I was waiting for Kevin to look at Nate and go, "No one says that." Where did you hear that at all? No. <laughs> you know, lowly, lowly. That, that was the thing that Steven Seagal said under siege. I'm fairly certain. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If that's what he said. In that was siege. probably in a deleted scene. Maybe it was a deleted. Scene. <laughs> maybe you're thinking of Under Siege Two, Dark Territory. Oh, Speed Three. <laughs> Speed. Three. Uh... Part two <laughs> on the choo-choo <laughs> huge fans over here for us. All right. Why do I have to keep dragging you back over to psycho Gorman? Nate? You're drifting. I don't You're know. drifting as host. What's no, going on? You're drifting. You fast and furious psycho Gorman. Drift. No one said family. It's <laughs> nothing but family family. This movie is a family movie. Yeah, it is. Definitely, that's why I think it's a gateway movie. It's kind of like Roseanne without the racism. Like, it was really <laughs> I should yeah, draw. Psycho I should Gorman draw. is John Goodman. It's clear as day. I should drop the technical difficulty sound right there. <laughs> we'll be right back with another guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go get Jeff. That's <laughs> what happens when we only get half of Sons and Shadows. He did say we got the shadow part. <laughs> uh, that's why my mission every week on the YouTube show is to make Jeff break. <laughs> like, have one picture that I don't tell him about and just make him break. I love it. Uh, it's so good. That works too. Because when we pop here, it takes us a little bit to regain composure over here. It does. All right. Well, I think we've gone through the movie fairly well. You know, he he defeats Pandora, whatever the hell her name is. Pandora, and then goes on to conquer Earth. But let the family live. Part of me is also going. 
they just gonna live in this he wasteland the true of meaning Earth? of love with the family. Made I sense love to me. The look on Luke's face during that whole thing where he's like, Really? Are you sure? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> and a poor kid. He's just sitting, he's like he's like he he's literally the character who's like, No one else is see, is hearing what I'm hearing, are they? Like no one else finds he's the this only, strange. Like, I guess he's the pure hearted character Luke is. Like I guess, yeah, but it's all, you know, he's also stupid. I'll give him that, you know. It's, <laughs> I but, mean, she's evil and all, but she's my sister, so I can't cross her. Right. She's family. <laughs> and she'll kill me. <laughs> she will literally kill me in my sleep. She said he's so. He's <laughs> not allowed to eat his own fries. She's she She sicks him on the girl where she's like go kick her ass he's like what are you talking about no just go kick her ass you kick her ass or i will kill you and i'm just like holy shit (laughs) mimi means business she's a little unhinged (laughs) and the family knows it like no one is disagreeing with her what because she's like yeah i pretty much run this shit show that's all the family members are like yeah (laughs) she is the perfect match for pg you know (laughs) like no i'm with you i she's more intimidating than he is ultimately like oh yeah pg is gonna destroy the universe uncomfortable in public where like if she was yelling stuff where if i did see pg i'd be like yeah that that guy i trust yeah a little nine that guy that guy seems cool yeah she she, she's a demon from hell that guy's cool i want to hang out with that guy She's that little girl from Men in Black that has the physics books way out late at night. Exactly. (laughs) Why did you feel the need to put a bullet through little Susie's head? Well, like this dude over here is just doing pull-ups. He's working out. This guy's got allergies and she's reading books way above her grade level. Like there's some shit going down with her. Like you would expect me to have the anarchist cookbook or something. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) <laughs> the anarchist cookbook, the art of war, all of these books just sitting there. And yeah, she's the, she's the real terror of this movie completely. And it's so good. So good. All right. What do you guys say? We get into the things. Oh yeah. Let's do the stuff. All right. Let's do some raining blood. sure which way this number was going to go because there's quite a few people that die we also hear that he has killed billions of people you know because he's uh, taken he's wiped over. out planets yeah so i was just but here we only count what we see and that number is 47 47 people die in this movie and i was it's like impressive for an independent yeah. movie though I think there was quite a bit in like his flashback talk, you know, like on the prison planet. So there's quite a few that he kills there. You know, the random kid on a bicycle just explodes and he kills some people like at the end. So I was like, you know, that that tracks. I feel like that would be a good Psycho Gorman number of 47 people died. So next part, let's pick our favorite one. This is going to be hard. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week? All right. Kevin, 
Yeah, usually our guest goes first unless you need more time to think. I'm going to need time to think. That's that's a witch kill. Um, that's fine. Dang. Well, we'll let you think. Nate, you want me to go? Yeah, all right. Charlie, okay. you go first. Um, In a movie that, God, it's stupid hard to pick my favorite kill, it is going to have to be, and it, I'm bending the rules slightly because technically he doesn't die, but it's it's the dead cop, you know, it's bio cop or whatever, because he tries to kill himself. It's also the I mean, he dies later. You know, he basically disintegrates when Psycho Gorman jams the magic staff from the witch into his eyeballs. But it's everything leading up to that. Such a good effect with that two staffs going into the yeah. eyeballs. But I love how he was created where you see the the veins come out of Psycho Gorman's arm wrapping around the gun. Now the gun has I'm what I can only imagine is unlimited ammo because it was <laughs> empty. It's Psycho Gorman's like, I should let these hit you. I was just laughing my <laughs> ass off. He's Wonder Womaning the bullets away <laughs> with his fist, with his wrists. But I love everything about that whole character, the, you know, how grotesque he is. And she's like, we're going to tell the rules again. See, he gets it. He goes, he's literally saying whatever you want to hear. <laughs> and he's just like back there like. <laughs> so kill of the week is everything with Biocop guy, period. I love him to death in this. Nice. Movie. Kevin, is that enough time for you? You got one picked? Oh, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, the art piece, the guy that had his eyes rolling around backwards. Like, oh, that was that so was good. that was fun because you kind of knew where that was gonna go. Like, you don't like predictable things, but you knew as soon as he said, "Please, I don't want to die," <laughs> that that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> and and the uh, payoff of the spinning eyeballs, which I thought was a nice little, it's a great effect. He could have just had the dude like standing there, like frozen and agonizing or something, but to truly show his eyes spinning in his head, I was like, that was a night. That's chef's kiss. That's that little cherry on top right there. It was like something. If you bumped over something at Madame Tussauds that happened to be like a water balloon, that's kind of what he was like. Yeah. His death was very wet for being as inanimate as he was at that point and he was covered with something too which i thought was odd yet it it worked it just added that extra level of ew to him it's like now why I is he covered in all this i don't want to go to the wax museum and knock over one of the actors <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> they already took the one statue out you want to knock over so it's not jai courtney <laughs> really out of left field all year you start a feud with the man, and you haven't mentioned him's name once till now. Yeah, that's how hard I feud with people sometimes. It's like that you forget they're not even worthy of escaping my tongue. That <laughs> caught me off guard because I'm like, this, he's never brought Jai Courtney up again this entire year since you set the feud. Because I, most of like, uh, like most of America forgot jai courtney even exists oh, stop it that's what happened hey it's you ruined my diehard you ruined my terminator i'm coming for you he was a good <laughs> captain Bo he was a good captain boomerang no he wasn't yes he was damn it <laughs> what's yours nate it's the warrior's death it's great Did which one see... there's two 
I, the first one where you actually get to see his jaw unhinge, actually eat, you know, Dark his screen. former partner. Yeah. Yeah. And then the puking up of all the blood that just like sprays. Yeah. Oh. And then like just having everyone's reaction of like, ooh, and to have it pay off again where even the kids like, you don't want to watch this. Well, he, he goes, <laughs> you will never unsee what you have just saw. You will carry this until your deaths. You know, it's just like, that's a hard. Like, Mimi is unfaced. She's oh, like, yeah. cool. Do it Luke's again, about basically. To, Luke's about to puke. And he's just like, you will never unsee what you just witnessed here. <laughs> and so it pays off at the end when he does it again. And the kids are like, no, y'all don't want to watch this. We've seen it. It's not a fun show. <laughs> and he always comes out covered in all the blood, too. It's just like everywhere on him. Well, I love like his battle scars as the movie progressed, especially towards the end. Like he looks pretty messed up. Like, oh, yeah. He's gone fight. through some things. Yeah, definitely. I love, I don't even remember which one. I don't think it was Dark Scream. It was one of the other ones that does the uh, Tony Jaw kick or the Scott Atkins kick where uh, he yeah, spins like, in the air but doesn't kick you with the leading leg. He kicks you with the other leg in midair. It's and impressive I was just like, he even did that in costume. Right. The costume I, actors are fantastic in this. I was like, they actually hired Power Ranger people to come and do this, this scene right here. You know, because that's that's that was the whole joke is that's a whole nother show that Power Rangers is based off of. So there's all the stunt actors doing this stuff. And I'm like, they hired someone that's Had really freaking good at that. <laughs> I love that kick. All right, let's rate this bad boy. What do we use as a rating scale again, Nate? I forgot. Is it uh, machetes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, he just wanted his machete back. Woo! All right. Nate, you're supposed to be running this, not me. All right. <laughs> Kevin. Don't copy me, damn it. No, I'm copying you. <laughs> what? How many machetes out of 10 do you give this film? Oh, God. I'm going to go 9.95. I love this flick. Like... <laughs> It, the only thing this movie lacks is adult nudity. Like, it's got humor, it's got horror, it's got smart writing, it's got homages. Clearly ones that I don't even pick up, Starscream. Uh, like, this this is a, a near-perfect monster movie. It's fun. Fair. Yeah. We'll allow it. We don't usually do point that far of a point, but we'll allow it. No, he, he um, wants it. He gets it. He gets it. Honestly, Guess... 9.95 is what Donatello screams at the end of Ninja Turtles. 9.95. Exactly. Yes. That's where that came from. So, no, this this gets a nine for me. I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> Even I didn't knew get that. the soundtrack to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. The man's brilliant. Yep. I give him a chef's kiss for that. Yep. Thank you. I got it. <laughs> You're welcome, Chef. Yes, Chef. That'll be that'll be my last Corey Feldman reference for the day. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, he's coming to Columbus perform here soon. The temptation yep. is very high to go. Everybody go um, IMDB who voiced Donatello in the Ninja Turtles movie, and you'll understand that reference. It's Tommy Jarvis. <laughs> Blowing minds everywhere anyway. right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Then he didn't get the call back for part two. Nope. <laughs> Tom Matthews is way cooler. I'm just saying. Way cooler. Though I would go Something see. Something just pushed my green screens behind me. It's like there's nothing else in here. <laughs> it's the ghost of Corey of. Feldman. <laughs> yeah. that or Corey Haim's like I heard what you said to my drug brother oh that's what it is the ghost of Corey Haim <laughs> Nate you gonna ask me what I rate this thing come on what, what, what did you rate this Charlie <laughs> I gotta keep you guys in line this is why it was when Nate hasn't hosted in forever yeah I don't uh, know what I'm doing you know this <laughs> you're not wrong I, I'm gonna give it a 9 Um, it, it's damn near perfect movie i won't ding it for nudity because i feel like that would have killed the the family feel of it for me a little bit so i'm not i'm i'm not gonna ding it for the non-sexualization of you know the female characters or anything like that even the male characters but uh yeah i i don't know what i would change to get make it a perfect movie i think it's just happily sitting at nine for me and I, I am okay with that. It doesn't need to be a 10, but I will watch this movie over and over again. Like, I can't explain why I like it. I can't make it a 10 if I can't explain why it's a 10. That's my excuse right there. So, Nate, what about you, Bubba? I'm right there with you. It's a, it's a nine. Like, but also, it's funny because I, too, don't know what I would change. Like, yeah. I know Mimi gets the most complaints, but I don't think I would change her now. Like, I I'm okay don't. with her after the first yeah. watching. Yeah. Like. I, I really am cool with the way that character is. She does what she's supposed to. Um, the dad's man, a piece oh. of shit, but there's payoff for every reason he acts like he does. Yeah. And so I can't be mad at that. The mom's a nothing throwaway character till the end. So that pays off. Like, I I can't put my finger on it of either why, why I should A, hate this movie or why I love it so much. And well, I just like lean towards I love balls it to do that music video right in the middle of the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's so much fun. And you don't I'm, question it whatsoever. There's montages, which are great. That's total like 80s and yeah, 90s fodder. PG like walking a dog. Yeah. Two dogs. He's yeah. got two leashes walking two dogs. <laughs> and I think it's another beauty of this movie is you're not going to see everything in one viewing. Like, it's taken multiple viewings to really find a lot of the humor and the extra stuff that they put in, and it's awesome. It's t- It's got complete rewatchability, yeah, as far like, as I'm concerned. I don't know. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll keep showing this to people, because it's yeah. one of those things that I adore. To this watch is a perfect party, again. like, group movie. Yeah. Like, just to throw on and go, hey, guys, who's not seeing Psycho Gorman? And you're going to get people going, what's that? We're watching it. You know, that, that's no questions it. asked. No it's questions. It's, it's already in the DVD player. That's all it yeah. is. It actually never left the Xbox. Right. It's just. Always, <laughs> I've always got that on me. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, definitely solid nine. I just I don't have any really complaints. Like I my complaint is I want this team to do more. This Fair. came out three years ago. Right. Give me more. Twenty twenty. I admit the big C word put a lot of stop on momentum for a lot of people, but there's still love for this movie that people will back the next one you guys do. And even if it's it. not Psycho Gorman, you Don't know, watch even it if on you Shutter. do something different. No, buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Like, put the money in their pockets. Buy it. Don't pirate it. Don't borrow it. Like, I gave it to Sludge, which means I bought two copies. So they got the money twice from me. 
and I'll do it again. Just watch. He I'll will watch him. No, that's right. He's I'll serious. Nate, do you uh do you have us a trash review for a movie oh, we all apparently love to death? Buddy. You all betcha. Right. Let me play your drop. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over the all over the ring, and then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I smash the guy on it. Oh, that's gonna be a disaster. All right. This comes from Razzle Dazzle in twenty twenty two, who gave this a half star out of five. Ouch. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. They said, kids are annoying. Dialogue is sarcastic, edgy, quippy, generic, quote-unquote comedy that appeals to 14-year-olds that think they're more clever than they are. The effects were sometimes cool. The rest of the film was absolutely unbearable. Not in a good way. This isn't one of those movies where you'll like it if you're in on the joke. It didn't achieve any intentional vision. It's just bad. It's horrible. I love good, bad movies, so do not compare it to those either. It's the epitome of out-of-touch screenwriters trying to write for young people. F this movie. Who hurt uh, you, viewer? Right. That That is a garbage, because apparently you know, we we admit we're 14-year-olds I was going to say, I'm a 14-year-old, so I'm not progressing whatsoever when it comes to my... Uh, what five find funny like it's it's ingrained and, and if you can't pick up the fact that this is just a movie that's for the love of nostalgia you're a moron you shouldn't be writing reviews. Well, it's not just the love of like monsters in general and how much fun you can have with it you know right nostalgia of watching these kind of things when we were kids yeah. and getting yeah. to make an r-rated version of it what i'm saying is this guy just totally missed this was not the target audience apparently you know no. the, for this guy and he missed it and you know what? You're missing out on all the fun. Yeah, I, I, I would argue this is not like a uh, a good, bad movie either. I think it's a good movie. Like, I think it's a straight around. up good movie. Yeah. They're not like, trying to be bad. I don't that, think like, it's a, a joke kind of thing. No. This is, this is not purposely done to act like a bad movie, which a lot of them try to do. It's like, let's, let's act like we're a bad movie. This one is truly a heartfelt, well-written, well-thought-out, executed movie plain and simple it just may not be your cup of tea you know even if you think you enjoy these kind of things just may not be your cup of tea and that's fine but you ain't got a half star this shit that's no i mean this is what was launching the synth month and it was like trying to find like all right what else follows into that pg realm you know yeah we had two movies picked up we had pg and turbo kid and then we were like what else like, if this was a drive-in movie experience that's two movies that would play back to back 100 percent. you know 100%. like guaranteed that's what you would get and we wanted like they're super modern like really they're in the two, 2020s uh turbo kids a little older but we also did man we're doing mandy which is definitely but newer that these but are neon maniacs is 80 wanted yeah neon maniacs is going to be the wild card it's 80 we've never seen it but just on what I saw on looking it up, I'm so excited. Yes. I, I don't, this is probably the movie I'm most excited for this year. Better not suck. It better not suck. It, it better, better not. not. I'm also terrified it's going to suck. If it sucks, right. it sucks. And we didn't yeah. pick color out of space, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> it's Nick Cage, so. You know. Yeah, right. we already got ahead. one Nick Cage. Hey. If it was up hey. to me, it'd be a whole podcast dedicated to Nick Cage. Just nothing but Nick Cage movies. All right. Well, let's talk about another podcast. Kevin, why don't you tell us a little bit about Sons and Shadows? 
Suns and Shadows is a show done by myself and Jeff Johnson. Uh, on the podcast, we talk about TV shows that have been canceled long, long before they should have been. Uh, we just finished up a show called Legend that we're going to be recording tonight. The show that just came out this week, I think, was uh, the 2019 Swamp Thing series, which is like a huge travesty of being canceled. Mm-hmm. Um very much kind of like Ash versus the Evil Dead as far as that one uh, was on sci-fi too, wasn't it? Or was that on DC? Uh, uh, that DC, was on the Stars. DC the DC channel when Swamp oh, Thing yeah. did it. Yeah. DC yeah. channel. DC started oh, their own streaming right. service. They had Titans, um, and a couple others, and Swamp Thing got one season and then it canceled it. And now the it got canceled service. like what? After the second episode? No, uh, it was canceled five days after the first episode aired. Yeah. Good like, lord. Not even full five days. And they tried blaming it on the state of South Virginia, I think it was, or North Carolina, one of the two, um, saying that it was because of the tax breaks that they weren't they were supposed to get and then didn't. Really what it was is same old song and dance. A new regime comes into Warner Brothers. They look to see what's new that's not making money yet. And they see this show that costs X amount to make has this many popular actors in it. And they're not getting any return for it because it's only on this small streaming service that you could only watch on your mobile app or computer. And then uh, for people that that don't like canceled TV shows, we do talk about more, much more popular movies, more genre stuff on uh, Tuesdays. We have a YouTube show coming out that comes out called, uh, I need to think about this one, uh, Zero Point, since it really has zero point to do with anything most of the time. Uh, this week, we also have uh, the original Swamp Thing movie coming out. Then week after that, I think, is going to be Return of the Swamp Thing. Nice. And on that, we we sometimes get guests. A lot of what we do is, um, I don't know if you, if you guys watch Mystery Science Theater at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um we're friends with some of the writers on there. So what I do is, is not so much riffing the movie while we watch it at all, because clearly we don't have the money to stream the movie itself, but mm-hmm. I'll take a lot of stills and put um, a really warped vision to them. Really warped oh. vision to them. There you go. So for example, if you could not tell Jeff before we, before Sunday, I'm sure everyone else will get it. Then we're doing swamp thing. Now I've got, at least 14 pictures of Adrian Barbeau, who everybody loves and thinks is just a divine goddess, wearing her, her hula shirt and her great big uh, permed out hair. And I had to put a mustache on every shot that she's in because, damn it, it's just a hell of a lot cooler if she looks like Weird Al Yankovic there. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got it. I've got at least 20, 14 to 20 pictures of Adrian Barbeau looking like Weird Al. That's awesome. Nate, you back hey. with us, bud? Ah, oh, that Kevin and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get Jeff. <laughs> I totally didn't lose internet connection during that monologue. I'm glad you uh, you, you let yourself in ah. on that one, because that's hilarious yep. how you laughed. <laughs> Let's make it sound like you never left, Nate. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's not going to fly, bud. Uh. Ah. Ah, yes. All right. Well, that's, Nate, why, <laughs> that's Suns and Shadows. Please go check them out. You're on uh, YouTube and what all the other streaming sites are you on? Are you on all the other podcast places? 
Yeah, we are on all the pod cha- uh, podcast chat podcatchers. That, <laughs> that word. I hate that they're called podcatchers. All right. Well, I, I could think yeah. of a thousand other better things to call right. them. <laughs> yeah, let us be the people that brand this stuff. Pod channels. Pod PR. Yeah. Instant. Pod X. Pod shipping containers. Pod poppers. Pod poppers. Boom. Ah, that sounds like delicious. It's like jalapeno poppers for your podcast. That's right. I need to patent that shit quick. Get on it. (laughs) You got two weeks before this goes live. Get on it. All right, Nate, will you want me to do my thing now? Yeah, do the thing. All right, everybody, thanks for checking us out this week as we covered Psycho Gorman on our month of neon. As we have just finished up our month of action, we're getting our feet back wet doing some horror movies, getting Nate to quit being so sourpuss about not doing a horror movie for a month. So he seems to be in better spirits right now. I'm in way better spirits right now. Now if we can just get Pete back over here, we'll be doing great. I know. That's, that's, ah! I know. It's okay. We can't, just can't get everything. Everything just doesn't work all at once, but... And also, if you've listened and you listened last week, you check out our Grindhouse episode where we teamed up with a Cut Above Horror Movie Review, and we each went on each other's shows covering one of the Grindhouse movies. We did Death Proof over here. They did Planet Terror over there, and we released them both on the same day. Hopefully, I'm recording this before anything releases. So (laughs) barring any technical difficulties, everything came out perfectly seamless, and everyone had a whole lot of fun doing those Grindhouse movies. So please go check those out. And if you want to keep up with all of our releases and everyone that we're friends with and all the other podcasts, you can check us out over at Give Me Back My Horror Movies on the Facebook group. Give Me Back My Action Movies, the Facebook group. Both of us are on Instagram. We are on TikTok, Twitter, Threads, uh, YouTube, still releasing episodes on there. We will make an announcement about the Tubi Files shortly. We'll, you know, for our five fans of that show. We'll let you know what's happening there. And so just keep keep on. Join us over in, in the groups. Join us on, you know, send us messages. Email us, gmbmampod at gmail.com. Damn, I haven't done that one in a long time, Nate. Um, so, yeah, check us out. We had an email. It's because you refused to log back into it, Bubba. Yep. All right. Anything else I'm forgetting? Nope. <laughs> Not a thing, huh? No, nah, no, just... Thank you, Kevin. It's awesome to finally have you on the show. I feel like we've been talking about this for months. Um, we we just, have. <laughs> we are awful at collaborating, and we want to get better at it. So we're awful, well, thank awful you at scheduling. Yeah, thank yeah, you, brother. Yeah, that, that's really what it is. And then, like, knowing that this was on the docket, it was like, I got, I got to get these guys on for this one, at least. Like, <laughs> that's right. And I, I'm glad that you enjoyed the movie. So. That's right. And we'll get Jeff oh, on here soon. Yeah. So we won't wait yeah. too long before we get him on here. So then we'll, we'll have, have both the, on. Right. That's not we're not saying you can't come either, Kevin. You can come on the one that Jeff comes on. You know, oh, it's not okay. it's not either or. You know, we can get both. <laughs> and then you can just wave it over his head all the time, going, you know, I did a solo act over oh. on the Give Me Back My Horror movie. I podcast, think I might be Jeff. able to do this. I, I think I can uh Davy Lee Roth this actually. <laughs> Oh Lord! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. See, every once in a while, Nate gets a good one out there. I like it. I don't like David Lee Roth solo stuff. Uh, (laughs) Stop it! All right, Nate, you ready to get us out of here with a good word, Bubba? I do not care for hunky boys.
or do I? Now, let's talk about how I get back home. Hunky boys, no, my hunky boys. <laughs> Who knew that was gonna be the catchphrase? Not I will bathe in your blood. Nope, hunky no. boys. I, I even bought last night the tie dye shirt that's got PG's face <laughs> and it says hunky boys. I saw that one, <laughs> I saw it. Oh. I was so close to getting it. Yeah, I've bought I way like, too I, many t shirts lately. Oh, I have a lot. I, I own like six tie-dye shirts now which is really strange for a guy that only wears black yeah <laughs> yeah we had this conversation the other day huge shout out to creeperama and all you other t- you know boutique t-shirt places yeah you guys just keep doing it halftone horror oh where else Th- this one's from cavity colors cavity color i think they're the ones doing yeah. something gorman yeah great stuff everybody check them I out i just so. keep throwing you my money and i'm just like yeah keep throwing stuff on tie-dye print apparently th- <laughs> i'm entering that phase of my life I told Creeperama we need a membership service, period. That's just, it needs to happen. 